Hello, everyone. My name is Art Tomasetti, and welcome to this month's Flight Test Safety Podcast. It's been kind of a busy month for me, so this is going to be a slightly shorter podcast. In fact, I'm sitting in an airport waiting for a flight home from the Society of Experimental Test Pilots Annual Symposium and Banquet. That event took place in Anaheim, California from the 21st through the 24th. Now, if you've ever attended this event, which has been going on since 1957, you know what a wonderful and rewarding event it is for those in the flight test profession. If you aren't familiar, I thought I would share some of my experience from the event with you. Every time I attend, I meet new people, I reconnect with old colleagues and friends, and learn new things, have new experiences, and really find out what is happening in the world of flight test. And since it takes place at the Disneyland Resort, there is usually some Disney fun and, of course, great food mixed in as well. So let me share with you a little from each of those categories I mentioned. Let's start with the new people I met. I was sitting at the new member luncheon next to a gentleman named Alex. Now, Alex was a test pilot in the former Soviet Union. He flew McQueen Grezhnev aircraft, Antonov aircraft. He was involved in the Soviet space shuttle program with the Buran. His father was also a test pilot, and he actually got to fly test flights with him during his career. How cool is that? His experiences were fascinating, and all of us at the table encouraged him to share some of those by presenting at a future symposium. I also met a gentleman named Kevin LaRosa. Now, Kevin is an aerial stunt pilot and aerial coordinator for movies and television. His credits include several Marvel movies, Jack Reacher movies, Jason Bourne movies, and a whole host of others. One of his more recent projects was a movie you might have heard of called Top Gun Maverick. Now, Kevin was our luncheon speaker and shared with us some of what goes into coordinating the flying and filming in general for movies and TV. And he also shared some behind-the-scenes details about working on the new Top Gun movie. Truly fascinating stuff. The next category we'll go to is reconnecting with old colleagues and friends. I'll start with Jeff Carnes, call sign Pigpen. Now, Jeff is currently a test pilot from Bombardier, but prior to that, he was a Marine Corps test pilot like me. In fact, we worked closely together during the early days of the Joint Strike Fighter project. While I was busy flying the Lockheed X-35, Pigpen was busy flying the Boeing X-32. In fact, there were a handful of early JSF X-Plane days folks there. T.P. Smith, who now works for Airbus, Buddy Denham, who now works for Joviation, and a few others. I also reconnected with a former Marine named Bob Cabana. Bob Cabana has been at NASA for a long time and is now the NASA Associate Administrator, and he was the guest speaker at the President's Dinner. Another was Bob Beeler, former Director of OT&E, retired U.S. Air Force Major General, and SR-71 pilot. A lot of name dropping, I know, but these are just a few of the 650-plus people that attended the event, and those people came from more than 40 different companies, U.S. and international military, and a variety of government agencies. Talk about a networking opportunity. Now let's move on to some new things I learned. We had 28 presentations over the course of the two and a half days that really covered the gamut of aviation and space. New technology of electric aircraft, new testing of current aircraft, vertical flight at zero knots to supersonic testing of a business jet, jets, rockets, props, rotorcraft, and even a paper focused on airships. It was truly fascinating to see just a glimpse of all that is going on in aviation and space. But my big takeaways were battery technology is complex and we are learning a lot about electric airplanes at a very rapid pace. And finally, let's talk about some experiences. The technical tour this year was at the SpaceX facility in Southern California. Now these technical tours each year are often unique behind the scenes type events and always worthwhile and this year was no different. Now I did have a little bit of 
extra time and free time on my hands, so I made it into the parks one day, and I have to share just two of those experiences with you. The first is the submarine ride. Now, today it is called Finding Nemo Submarine Voyage, but I'm old enough to remember when it was called Submarine Voyage. It was one of the first e-ticket rides back when Disney did individual ride tickets. Now, why would I talk about this particular Disney ride in an aviation safety-themed podcast? Well, it's because the engineer in me immediately made the observation that the two hatches that give access to the spiral staircases into the sub were manually opened and closed. Cast members used these long poles with hooks on the end to grab a D-ring on the hatch to close or open it. Now, that seemed horribly inefficient to me. Why weren't they automatic? Of course, I had to ride because this was one of my favorite attractions as a kid. Now, I was able to confirm that animatronics have come a long way since I first saw them in the 70s. And I also reconfirmed that I most definitely am not claustrophobic. But here's a tip. If you don't like confined spaces with periods of pitch black, you might want to head over to something a little bit more tame like It's a Small World. And just before the ride ended, a reasonable amount of water trickled in from the hatch above me. Now, I had this momentary flashback to my submarine damage control trainers I experienced as a midshipman, but quickly remembered I was in the happiest place on Earth and all was well. The other experience from the parks was the Guardians of the Galaxy ride. Now, I had not been on this ride since it was rethemed from the Tower of Terror, and I won't spoil it for those who haven't done it yet, but for a pilot who doesn't do dynamic maneuvering flight anymore, it is one of the few ways you can go out and experience less than 1G in the dark multiple times. And the final thing I'll talk about is the awards banquet, which I think is the highlight of the week. And we get to honor those people within the membership and within the industry that have achieved great things in the preceding year, as well as induct new fellows into the society, which is the highest grade of membership in the Society of Experimental Test Pilots. The evening is a great way to end the week with celebration, recognition, camaraderie, and even a few laughs. So I wanted to get something out for the podcast this month, and my layover here at the airport has given me time to do that. And I'm actually going to try to edit this on my phone because it's amazing the technology we carry around with us today. A side benefit from being at the symposium for the past week was talking to people actually about this podcast. Got a lot of favorable comments, which was great. I always appreciate that kind of feedback and even came up with a few ideas for future podcasts, which I think will be very exciting. And as always, if you have any thoughts or ideas, you want to provide any feedback or something you want to hear about in a future podcast, please send us an email and let us know. So until next month, be safe. Be smart and be ready.